You got all these people out of position. You still don't have a catcher, and uh, it, it's a joke. You got some guys who can hit the ball. There's no question about that. But baseball has got to be more than one dimensional. And you got some great pitching too. But again, when they pitch a great game and you don't score any runs, and the guys are throwing a ball all over the place, and Jeffries is making 80 errors, you can't win games that way. Okay? Some of those holes have been caused by injuries. But that's no. They still have the best talent, and they should win. Well, I mean, everybody's got injuries. My God, Sutcliffe missed almost the entire season for the Cubs. He's one of our top two or three pitchers. But that's not an excuse. I mean, we suck this year, okay? And I admit it. Oh, uh, the Pirates can definitely be repaid next week when they go to Shea Stadium. Okay. And playing Montreal next, which has beat up on them. Eight out of twelve year. times. That is correct. So Montreal is beat. Exactly go around waving the victory flag just. Well, yet. I don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't notice that we have like a flood of pirate fans calling in and getting carried away or being obnoxious, which I think is the difference. I think if the Met fan, if the Mets would have swept the three-game series that just concluded, I think we'd have like we would probably need thirty extra phone lines. For all the Mets fans calling in, gloating and being obnoxious, and I'm not saying you're obnoxious, but I mean a lot of them are, and uh, going nuts. Would you agree with me or not? I would, but that leads me to my next my next point. Okay. I, I would think that there's a lot more Mets fans listening to your show than there are Pirate fans, Cub fans, and Met haters put together, which you know seems to me is a little self-defeating as far as you know. Uh, your your attitude on that team. Well, I'm not going to just pander. I'm not going to develop my attitude because uh, it's like religion, okay? Most of the people in this audience and not in any audience I've had over the years belong to some part of organized religion. And I still think it's the greatest uh, nightmare in the history of mankind. It causes more grief and more hate and more anything than, than any other cause in the history of the human race. And I'm not, I'm not going to stop saying that just to pander because people don't want to hear that or they don't agree with it. I don't care. I'm just giving my opinion. Well, my thing, I love listening to your show, but I must admit there are times where I have no choice but to listen to that crap on FM because I just can't handle somebody, you know, putting down the Mets when it's when it's on. Well, call. wait a minute. Wait a minute. In other words, you are so... I mean, look, I am a Cub fan. You know how I feel about baseball. I love baseball, okay? I even watched the Cub game last night, which tells you a lot. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it's just a game. I mean, I love, like, just like I used to love the Pirates years ago. Uh, but, but it's just a game. You have to somewhere along the line draw the line. You can't, you can't turn it off because you can't handle somebody who says your team sucks or they don't like them. It's a, it's a team. It's a game. It's fun. Alleged. It's business. Basically, I think that maybe it might have something to do with the fact that the games are on QAM. They're in direct competition with WI. Oh, gee, like I really, like I really talk up, like I really talk up the Yankee broadcast, right? That's what I'm saying. You know, IOD's got a bunch of crap on it night, and they can't compete with the Met broadcast on QAM. Hey, listen, if it was up to me, I'd much rather have the Mets games on IOD because obviously they're going to get a much bigger audience, whether I like them or not. I'm not arguing with that. But I'm not telling you my opinion of the Mets because we carry the Yankee games. What the hell has that got to do with it? Well, I just wish well, can't it you a little can't, more bearable for us. No, Mets but can't you accept listen. can't you accept the fact that there are people who don't like the Mets? I mean, is that does that make me a bad guy? It's just a sport. It's what a the game. hell can you hate about them? Everything. And, and most of it comes from their fans. And and, for, and you, you're not obnoxious like a lot of the others, but the fact that you just, you can't bend, or you, you you don't yield at all. It's like, geez, if we don't suck up to the Mets because there are a lot of New York people out there and a lot of Mets fans, then I'm doing the wrong thing. I don't like the Mets, okay? I just don't like them. I mean, you're a sports fan. You know that there are certain players. Can you name me a player in baseball that you hate? That I hate? Right. Bobby that Bonds guy there. Okay, Barry Bonds. 
All right, see, now that took you like two seconds, all right? That's the nature of sports. It's but but you keep it in perspective. Like I hated Pete Rose. I hate a bunch of players because they always kill the Cubs. Or I hate people because I don't like their attitude. Like Kins- well, I don't hate Kinsuko, but I sure don't like him because he's a, he's a smarmy guy. I just don't like him. Okay? But it's a sport. You got to keep it in perspective. Okay? All right. You'll feel better next week. Hey, listen. We agree on the Hurricanes and the Dolphins. Hopefully, they're both going to kick some butt this week. Let's hope so. All right. Okay. 11.47. Boy, I'm, uh, Jesus, that was a very traumatic experience, but I think it came out okay. Uh, did it? 12 minutes till noon at WIOD. We have, and I don't like the match. I see them, and, you know, after after Davey Johnson left, and then they were, like, having this big resurgence, and it was obvious the Cubs are going nowhere. We're just trying to stay in fourth place. And I said for a while, I said, well, you know, I'm kind of ambivalent. I don't hate him as much as I did before. And then when I turned on the Pirate game, not last night, but two nights ago, the first game of the doubleheader, when Zane Smith pitched the one-hitter, which I hate to keep bringing up again, uh, and Viola, I, I, how he squeezed his way through there. I mean, uh, the Pirates looked like the Cubs. Every inning, they had the bases loaded, two men on, and they couldn't score any runs. And at that point, I said to myself, hey, guess what? I do hate the Mets. I mean, like, poison. But is it only me? Why is it that everywhere the Mets play, every time Strawberry comes up to bat, the crowd says, Daryl! Why does that happen? Is it because they like him? Because they like the sound of his name? Because they hate him like poison. Like arsenic. But he's all right. It's 11 till noon. We'll be right back. W-I-O-D. 11.51 at WIOD. Miami, hello. And Neil, how could anyone like the Mets with a guy like that? No wonder they so many people hate him. Well, it's just, uh, I mean, such an agonizing thing just to have to make the slightest little concession. I Look, I could bore everybody by going into detail because I'm really a, a, a very nutso baseball fan. And like last night in a Met game, in the inning when the Pirates were breaking the game open, situation, the Pirates got a run around first, a uh, guy gets a base hit to right field. I think it was Jeff King was on first. He goes to third. They got no chance. No chance to get the runner at third. Strawberry overthrows the cutoff guy, throws to third, and the hitter winds up at second base. Okay, and eventually both runs wind up scoring. The fundamental unsoundness of that ball club is so glaring, it just stares you in the face. And you say that, and they, oh, jeez, I don't understand it. I mean, if somebody says to me that, like, Dwight Smith is an unsound ball player and, and makes stupid throws and gets picked off base, I'm not going to argue with that because it's true. Right. Even though I'm a Cub fan, I can handle that. we got a lot of holes, okay? Absolutely. Anyway, I wanted to talk about your favorite, your hometown next-door neighbor station. Yes, sir. Anyway, it seems like they've turned the corner on their format. They're uh, toning it down. I don't know if anyone mentioned this earlier, but last night they said they had a tape of actually someone getting killed. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. A snuff tape? Yeah, exactly. They showed it, and they said, okay, we're going to show this tape. And they had some woman with a gun and a guy tied to a tree. No. And this, yes, ab- Come on. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm not joking. They had a guy tied to a tree, and they said, we're going to show you this tape. And right up until the second where she was going to pull the trigger, they freeze-framed it, stopped it, and said, okay, we're not going to show anymore because this might be too much for you to handle. And now it's time for a long-distance dedication. It's from Sally Fitz. Who wants to hear good vibrations? Can you yeah. believe it? Yeah, I believe anything. I mean, it's unbelievable. Was Rick Sanchez grinning from ear to ear when they came back? <laughs> was he like chortling and saying a lot of like semi-literate things? Oh yeah, they in were Espanol? like yeah, right, shaking their head up and down, going unbelievable. Yeah. Don't you think she would have been good in The Exorcist? She could have done better than Linda Blair. She could have spun around like about 180 miles an hour. 
Well, I, you know, now they're stupid showing snuff tapes on the news. I mean, how much lower can you get? Well, uh, listen, if anybody can find a way to do it, I have full confidence. Sally's out of control again. <laughs> I got one more story for you about the brown shirt. Some friends of mine came down to uh, visit me, and they were staying up in Fort Lauderdale. And they said, hey, we want to go down the Strip. We haven't been here six or seven years. We heard, you know, they remember it from six or seven years ago. This was on a Saturday night. This place was completely empty to roll a bowling ball down A1A. Yeah. Anyway, we're driving down there, and they have a blockade on A1A. And they pull us over, and they, and they shine the flashlight in the car. I said, hey, what's the problem? They said, hey, we're searching all the cars. We're looking for open containers of You beer. bet. You bet. We're looking for open containers of Kool-Aid, okay? Because it could be a Jim Jones plot. It could be Guyana Revisited. Well, I mean, they, they were saying, hey, we don't remember Fort Lauderdale being like this. We'll remember it's a front time. And, and, then, and, then he, and then my friend said something to this woman pig up there. And, and we start, he says, hey, why are you hassling We're not doing anything. Hey, we're just doing our job. We want to protect the beach and protect everyone. Okay, you, you really, you struck a raw nerve. You know why? Because earlier I was talking about every the show that Rick and Suds did yesterday and all these idiots calling in with opinions about who did the murders and this. the things that we can do something about or should do something about like the repression and the way they've destroyed Fort Lauderdale and almost all of Broward County uh, you know you're making a comment get a couple of people bellyache about it but most people just accept it okay instead of going out and just they ought to be marching in the streets they ought to be recalling uh, Sheriff Nick they ought to be recalling Bob Cox they ought to be going nuts in Fort Lauderdale they've destroyed a beautiful community they've destroyed the beach he didn't like the young people, and he didn't like the old people because they were spilling their prune juice on the street when they were crossing. Uh, nobody, nobody cares. So in other words, people will shoot off a big mouth and have a big opinion on things that they have nothing to do with, that doesn't really affect their life, that, that they can do nothing about. But on things like what you're talking about, they just sit back like a bunch of sheep and they let it go on. And I'll that's you, what makes I'll me sick what, about it's people. It's been years since I've been up there, and I'm not going to go back up there again. Well, I mean, who the hell would? I mean, I, I mean, you wonder why everyone's going to South Beach, and I mean, I know you say South Beach sucks. No, so hey, listen, that's, where, that's the only place there's any uh, life left in this town. You know, at least the police down there don't have to I mean, they're new days there's on the beach and you can go drink a beer and no one's gonna bother you i mean you go you go drive down a1a and it's like the hassley and then we were driving away and this female pig when my friend said something to her she gave him the number one sign the pig did yeah <coughs> unbelievable you ever heard of such a thing well in fort lauderdale nothing would surprise me okay i, I wouldn't even be surprised the number two with both hands yeah well i don't know it's time for you to get the hell out of broward yes sir i'm moving to uh, miami beach <laughs> for about a week, like I always do. Okay, have have a great know. weekend. Okay. And don't make that mistake again. I'm never going back. I'm never going north of the border. Well, you got a lot of company. See ya. Okay. 11.56 at WYOD. We have an open line. Well, let's all call in. Oh, I think the butler did it. I think the maid did it. I think that little midget with green ears did it. I mean, see, that's human nature. People shoot off a big mouth because they like to gossip and they like to yenta and they all got opinions. And like I said... That's okay at the barber shop or at the beauty salon or over the back fence. You know, everybody's, uh, well, yeah, because it's in the news, it's a big story, everybody's talking about it and thinking about it. But in the media or where people have a forum, and, you know, this would just do a fun show, but I'm just talking in general because I've done these shows for many, many years. The things that people ought to care about and the things that people can change and the things, in fact... It's interesting, on topical talk radio, most of the talk is about 
larger national, international issues, things that you really have almost no control over, from abortion, although that gets more to a local thing. You can elect certain people. But like uh, the budget deficit, things that are just out of our grasp. But the things that can, that affect your life every stinking day, which is like close to home, the lower the level it is, state politics, local politics, the less the interest is. And that's just human nature. And the same with elections. Was it the presidential election, even though it's nothing to write home about, we get our biggest turnout. When it's just a statewide election, smaller turnout. And when it's just local elections, the smallest turnout ever. And it's just dumb. And that's because people know nothing about civics, they know nothing about government, they know nothing about anything, really, other than just surviving and what time is uh, The Simpsons coming on. And basically, that's it. And how people, and I'm not going to get excited about it because I've been here too long, okay? But how people can allow, the market's up 21 points, can allow people like Nick Navarro and Bob Cox and, and the geriatric, the dying, decaying, redneck, old, festering crap that's up there that's still there in Fort Lauderdale and other parts of Broward, all those termites who are festering there, to, to just take everything that, that took years to develop and just throw it down the drain. And nobody says anything. Oh, we don't want spring break. Send all those kids to Daytona. Too much problems. Too much too much anything, too many people, too much money, too many tourists. I can just see uh, the people at Disney World say, well, we don't want all these tourists. They were making too much money, and it's too crowded, and the lines are too long, and all the attractions. Let's, uh, let's stop promoting it, okay? Let's tell people it sucks here, okay? Let's get a bunch of old people to come up here, and instead of having, like, a Mickey Mouse, we'll have uh, uh, Eddie Cantor. You know, we'll have uh, somebody doing Eddie Cantor and uh, Jack Benny. Oh, man, it's just uh, pathetic. In this town, and that's why, you call me negative, call me whatever you want, but it's frustrating because this town could be like paradise. And all these people, hey, we just were at the Excalibur, we were just at the Mirage, we were in Vegas, we had a great time. Why do we have to get on like two planes and schlep 3,000 miles out in the middle of the goddamn desert to have a good time? Oh, it's gambling, okay? And all these people that are going to go out today and tomorrow and try to win the $50 million, and they might as well take the money and have a burning party in the backyard, Hey, that's not gambling. See, that's fun. That's an investment or something. I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, what the hell am I talking about? We've got uh, Elaine Etor here. Elaine, of course, who can uh, eat with the best of them. She's uh, got the noon WYOD news. Uh, Suds and Rick, the emotional, hysterical, psychotic Rick Rowley, a man with a temper that's seldom seen in the history of Irish behavior. They'll be here from 2 to 6. Hank Goldberg on Sports Talk, the Don Shula Show at 6.05. Yankees and the A's at 7.30. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents The Neil Rogers Show. To get in touch and talk, dial 751-WIOD in Dave, 524-WIOD in Broward, 655-WIOD in the Palm Beaches, and if you use a Bell South Mobility car phone, it's a free call at Star IOD. The opinions expressed by the host, guest, or callers are not necessarily those of this day. Now, here's Neil Rogers. There's only one Frank Sinatra. And now, Krapko introduces his latest live album, Perfectly Frank. This one goes out to that crazy Irish broad, Shinehead O'Connor. She gets stranger every night. She's taking chances, says our anthem fight. I got the answer, send the broad back home, maybe she'll change her tune. Old Blue Eyes 
tells it like it is. Sinead, go, Sinead, go back where you belong. He's the chairman of the board, and you will be too when you hear Perfectly Frank. She shaves her head each morning at eight. And she don't even think that the star-spangled banner is too great. Stick her in the desert and don't give her a map. It's Frank Sinatra, live, livid, and perfectly frank. I think the lady full of crap. Today, baby, no one compares to you. Thanks, God. Promo 6. And WIB, that's already number two with a bullet. We've only played it twice. There's an open line on that Star IOD line. I think we're developing very rapidly, kind of like a love-hate relationship on that line, because I know I hate it. Surfside. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. I was only uh, there a couple of years ago, not, not so long ago, but uh, here in Dade County had a killer. I think he was accused or he's in trial for possibly 32 homicides. He killed these prostitutes here in Dade County. The city of Miami? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, he never got hardly any press coverage on that. I mean, it was like on the local paper. You know, it was like maybe in the front page, maybe uh, once or twice, and it died off, you mm-hmm. know? And here are all these people from the media, they jump on the bandwagon, you know? You know as soon as they got a chance. Well, maybe it wasn't uh, sexy enough. Yeah, uh, you know. And, uh, you know what, uh, Channel 7, I know what they need, uh, as uh, one of their people on the streets, they need Dave Game. Yeah. Have he, you seen him he could, cover, he could cover the town like a blanket. <laughs> he had the suit on the other day that I if saw. They, they could put him and Dade and Debbie and Brower, they could cover the whole town <laughs> like at the same time, all at once. They had, they, I saw Dave Game the other day. He had this jacket on. And he turned around on the, on the camera. And his ass, and, and that flap on the back of his jacket, <laughs> would just stick it up, you know? There's like a parachute yeah, back there. Yeah. It was unbelievable. He's the best. Oh, I was wondering if you'd call my That's boss. why I had to go out and buy that the new big screen TV. <laughs> oh, it was a joke. I was wondering if I'd call my, my boss, Charmaine, from Alone High the Douchebag. Yes, sir. All right, you have a good one, Neil. Have a great Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. 12.08 at WIOD. Boy, we got this newsletter now. There's no stopping us now. And guess what? Guess what? The best news of all. The best is yet to come. Um, where did I find it? Boy, there's so many pages on here. That was about the, um, okay, the Neelys and the U.S. Air Force. Wow. Tuesday, September 11th at 7.30 p.m. at Brian Piccolo Field on Sheridan Street, west of the Turnpike in Cooper City. Another Neely softball extravaganza. All the games are fixed, so have no fear and come out. The mouth, here's the piece of news that was the exciting thing. Mouth billboards are going down. And new billboards are on the way promoting news, traffic, <laughs> and weather. Wow, wow, wow. That almost inspires me. Oh, and I got a story for you. Oh, man, you will never guess. You, you're not prepared for this, okay? You think you are. George, will he will either fall on the floor or get up, walk out, and never be seen again. You remember vaguely Steve Kane, WABC New York, history fired. Now, I have this on pretty good authority. Uh, the person they finally hired, they had these two bimbos on there, news people, filling in. And they conducted the usual nationwide search that we always hear about in broadcasting. 
And they replaced Steve in the morning on WABC 77, 50,000 watts, once great radio station, with his board op, who has never done a show before. So, Bill McQuig, you've started a trend in the business. You're a great American. Congratulations. Where's that Bill McQuig card, huh? i got to find that. When I heard that, I didn't know whether to scream or eat Chiquita Banana. I'm telling you, I just thought I would lose my mind. I'll find that card. The Bill McQuig promo, that's my favorite. Oh, buddy? Okay, ten past noon. Let's take a call from Jupiter. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Hi. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I saw Al golfing in the Donahue show a couple of days ago. Yeah. Did you see him? No, I didn't see him. Oh, okay. Boy, right. he, he looked, ooh. Big. Oh, my gosh. Fat. Uh, those gold chains and everything. Yeah. Ooh. And then uh, I, I got a, an insight for you. I think maybe you know already. The oink, oink woman, she's going on vacation. She's probably going to get a new job somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, also, speaking of that, the word is that Sandy Payton is going to, she's bought a condo in Vegas because she loves Vegas. She loves to gamble. And the rumor is that she's going to be Moving out there when the uh, when they pull you the know, plug. You know where I thought she was going to go? Maybe to Colorado. But she goes there a lot, and she always talks about it a lot. Now she's going to Vegas, from what I understand. Really? Uh, you, you know, uh, Rick Sanchez, you know what my dad thinks? Every time that he sees Rick Sanchez on the news, he, uh, see, we are Spanish, but then he tells, he tells uh, me all the time, he said, when I looked at Rick Sanchez, he said, I can't even understand when he talks in English, because he said, I uh, I think uh, he he looks like he's got a, a, a potato stuff in his mouth or something, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think you know where they should send Steve Kane to, maybe to uh, Chicago where Ed Till is. Oh man, <laughs> Ed Till, you really know how to hurt a guy. Just tell me what your problem is. Well, anyway, t tell uh, Bill Calder I say hello and. Uh, you know, I hope that uh, maybe he'll get, in, uh, you know, somewhere. I know that Jerry Wishing is going to be in your station. Oh. Doesn't that, doesn't that just uh, make the hair on your head stand straight up? Yeah, but they, see, they should have got Bill instead of uh, uh, him. You know, I, I mean, I like Jerry, too, but I, I like Bill. Well, we're going for that real old crowd, you know, the post-death crowd, post-geriatric. So the only woman, boy, she, I, I tell you, she's really, uh, I don't know where she's going to go, but, oh, God. Well, probably a, a big state like Montana, Alaska, someplace that can hold her. Maybe, maybe she'll go with Miss Piggy. Okay, have a great weekend. Okay, bye-bye, Neil. See ya. Twelve minutes past noon at good old WIOD, where we just uh, stir the pot. And uh, quite frankly, hearing some of these callers, I think they're smoking it. We have an open line in Broward, 524, and one in beautiful Palm Beach at 655-JACK-COLE. 655-WIOD. We'll be right back. First, it took the little girl. Your mother served rocks in hell. Then, it possessed the priest. Bless you, my child. <laughs> now, it's taken over the refrigerator. Honey, would you like a little parquet margarine on your muffin? Butter. What was that, honey? I said you want some parquet. Butter. Honey, I, I think the job on the table just talked. You better believe it. <laughs> Metro Golden Margarine presents 
Exorcist 4, starring Molly McButter and introducing Polly Unsaturated as the tormented housewife. Honey, would you pass the butter, please? Breakfast will never be the same. You will believe it's not butter. And it doesn't stop there. Exorcist 4, now melting at the Cineplex 2. Plenty of free parquet. Okay, somebody stop Sally's chair, okay? She's out of control. 1216 at WIOD Mobile on the Star Line. How you doing, Neil? Yes, sir. I'm pissed off about this town, too. You know, we have some friends, a really good friends of ours, uh, good gay, you know, lesbians, and they're telling me, oh, we need equal rights, we need equal rights. So the other day I go out and vote uh, for the Equal Rights Amendment, right? Or the, the Human Rights Amendment. So I go home and knock on the door and say, hey, did you guys vote? Oh, we don't vote for that because nothing is going to happen. I said, my God. Now, for the other Met fans down here in Florida, they're blind. I'm a Met fan. These guys can't play fundamental baseball. Exactly. They cannot, uh, they cannot score a run. When they lost one nothing to the Cardinals, they could have manufactured a run. First, listen, listen, listen to me. First and second, nobody out. Keith Miller pinch running at That's second right. base. Tommy Herr bunts the ball 30 feet foul. Not even a fair ball. He bunts it foul in the air. And Keith Miller takes off like somebody just lit his uniform on fire. And they throw him out by 15 feet for a double play. It kills the inning. And ends basically the game. Well, let's go back two weeks ago when Magnus was running on a hit-and-run play. That guy couldn't run to save his life. Exactly. He's a statue. They cannot play fundamental baseball. They don't. You know, all these people say the pitching, the pitching. The pitching fell apart in the last month. And, uh, yeah, they had some good games when they hit 9-3. But they're, they're through. They are finished. Well, you said that. Well, they I, still got I'm, 26 or 7 games to go, so I wouldn't say they're I finished. Think they're finished. The Pirates now are riding a high. They're going to win at least one game in New York, the Pirates. And they're going to... Where's their schedule tonight, the Pirates? They're playing Montreal for, and Montreal's been killing them all year. So. Yeah, but up in Montreal? No, in Pittsburgh. Uh, they'll, win the, they'll win two or three. What, they're playing three games? <laughs> I think, I guess. Okay. And they they have the... They play in sound baseball... They're doing everything good. Jose Lean is playing a great second base. He made a tremendous play the other night. Yeah. He killed the route. And okay. Well, I think that guy's trying to mess up your phone connection. We're dying, but uh, good oh. luck, pal. Okay, guys. Thank you. 1219 in WIOD. Star IOD is open at the Uplifting Star Line for the Bell South Mobility folks. South, whoops, South Miami. Hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes. How are you doing today? Okay. Oh, sounds like you are. Um, this morning... Your best friend was on Regis and Cassie Lee. Hank Goldberg? No, but close. He introduced him as a great guy. Al Goldstein. Larry King. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, and he was, wow. plugging, he was plugging his new book. He was doing what? He was plugging his new book. He published a new book, apparently. Yeah. You know what the name of his new book is, don't you? No. Let me take it off. Huh? Ah, oh, Gene, I see you ruined the whole uh, thing. Blow me $50. Yeah. Uh, anyone can guess that. I guess. Yeah, especially here in Miami. Okay, Neil. Larry I'm, King was on there. Uh, what a self-promoting, just a slimy, wormy weasel who just, uh, you know, he writes that column in USA Today. And he's always taking little digs. He never mentions my name, but he's always taking little digs about uh, talk show hosts who don't have any guests and the only opinions you hear are the host and it's boring. 
I'll tell you, you can just hear the sound of him kissing butt on, that, on both of those shows of his. You can hear it from coast to coast. Mm. I'll tell you what he deserves. He ought to have Debbie Ellis and Dave Game on his show. I'd like to see him kiss that butt. Uh, I guess he'd, have so. have a, he'd have to have a lip transplant. Mm. I guess his face cannot be deformed any more than that. I think he went to the Davy Johnson School of Interviewing. <laughs> have a great weekend. You too, Neil. Okay, Larry King. Oh, man, don't get me started. Don't get me started on Larry King, okay? In fact, if Hialeah closes, which I hope I hope they don't ever do that, but if they do, they're going to have to have, you know, they talk about making it a museum. They will definitely have to have as one of the attractions. The Larry King Memorial Drawer, where they have all those bad checks uh, that he used to write. Had nothing to do with that. Yeah, I know. 21 past noon at WIOD. Let's do a little business here, George, and we'll come right back. Now we're cooking. Uh, 1223 at WIOD. One of our listeners in Lake Placid, of all places, sends me, I just opened it up, a um, container of a new thing. It's called Enhanced Bios Life Diet. The only patented biogar. What the hell is that? And it's like one of these powder things that you put in the water or juice or something. And I opened it up, and it just smells incredible. And it's got all the directions on the back. I guess, is this one of those things to, like, fill up your stomach so you don't eat so much? It says, for the first three days, take one, once a day before the main meal, sprinkle one flat tablespoon in eight to ten ounce glass of water, juice, or your favorite beverage, Henry. After the first three days, allow the system to adjust to the fiber. Take one flat tablespoon, three that's flat as in flatulence, three times per day, 30 minutes before meals. Warning. Do not take more than one tablespoon at a time or more than the recommended daily usage. May produce a slight laxative effect the first few days. On the fourth day, if you take too much, the effect may get worse. And on the fifth day, if you continue the overdosage, you could be out of control. Okay. I tell you, we could go take this to Hallandale and sell it and retire by the end of the day. Better than winning the lottery. 1225 at WYOD. Let's go to, oh boy, Surfside. Hey, Neil, how the hell are you, buddy? Okay, it's Eli Torgerman Jr., I bet. Hey, you remember me? I'm one of the Surfside boys. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with uh, everybody with these Mets here? Putting them down. They just won seven in a row. They're in a pennant race. They just won seven in a row? And they lost three in a row, but oh. they won seven in a row, and everybody's riding high. As soon as they lose a couple games, everyone's all over them. Yeah, well, Even probably because they were the three most important fan. games of the season, I would imagine. What's that? Well, see, if you would stop talking and listening, you would have heard what I said. I said probably because they were the three most important games of the season That's up to this right. point. That's all right. They have another series with Pittsburgh. No, they have two more series with Pittsburgh, okay? So, what? I mean, your Cubs are, are over here in the cellar. No, we're not in the person. cellar, sir. We may be close, but we're in fourth place, okay? And you guys are putting the Mets down left and right. Well, yeah, because they suck and because they want to continue insisting they're great well, that's wonderful. I mean, they're three and a half games out. What kind of logic is Two that? Two days ago, they were half a game. In fact, three days ago, they were half a game ahead, if my memory is correct. Yeah, they were. 
so what? They lost four. I mean, they weren't playing very well. Right. They could turn around and win ten in a row and stick it right in your eye. Okay. Hey, listen, Doug, no, it makes no difference to me. I'm not a pirate fan. I, I mean, don't, don't start I'm getting personal and hysterical and abusive against you. That's your... Because you're always putting them down. Another classic example. You're whining. You're hysterical. You're becoming personally abusive. And it's just a ball game. I know and that. I like the match. But you just wrong. answered. You just answered the question that you asked yourself. Why is everybody putting them down? And why is everybody hate him because of people like you. No, because people like you, fat boy, you stuff. No, okay. See, there we go. Fat this, pal. 27 afternoon at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463. 751, there's no hope for Met fans. Believe me, no hope. They're, they're like a smattering of them out there who are decent enough and intelligent enough to cope with reality. And like I said, there's like 25, 26, 27 games left. Anything can happen. I'm not. I, I don't, I've always said it's going to go right down to that last three games in Pittsburgh, October first, second, and third. That's what I've been saying, and possibly will. And you try to be calm and objective and rational, and these these people are not calm or rational or objective. They're just uh, obnoxious. And uh, and then, like at the end of the call, we got to make it into a personally abusive attack because you don't like my team. Oh, jeez. I mean, give me a break, will you? 28 past noon at WIOD, Hollywood. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Why are you giving uh, Jerry a hard time? What? Why are you harassing Jerry Wichner? Harassing Jerry Wichner? Yeah, you're I'm not harassing him. I'm promoting the fact he's going to be doing nights on WIOD. Oh, is he moving to this station? That's what I said. That's the rumor. Oh, really? I like him. I think he's got a lot of talent. Well, when's he going to start using it? What's that? His talent? Yeah. I don't know, probably when you start using yours. Okay. Okay. Clever. Yeah, well, I think he does good. Uh-huh. I'm glad to hear your station of finally has some class. Yes, sir. Boy, that's going to add a little touch of class, boy, I tell you. Well, maybe your ratings will go up. Okay. Okay. Good luck to don't you, sir. Don't give him a hard time. Let me, let me know when you get a life, okay? Okay. Okay. 28 past noon at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-RED, 524-NEC. Let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Buenos dias. That guy from Surfside. What a moron. Yeah, that's Eli <laughs> Torgerman Jr. He's just uh, another one of these misfit, malcontents, former New York-type people who are here and just miserable and rotten. And uh... and just to go back home. Yeah. Um, about a month ago, I sent you a keychain. Keychain. I was wondering if you ever got it. You yes, sir. Ever get your mail. I have it right in a very special place. Okay. I put it right around my dog's neck. And every time he does something bad... I give him a big yank right and, on the chain. I enjoyed the show uh, with Jicky yesterday, with the exception of uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Hysteria, and Mr. Psychotic, show. who just uh, came in here and put on a performance scene, only the last time that was seen by uh, Dick Farkle. Right, Jeez, you, that, that was one I called. Do you have that tape of when uh, Farrell uh, threatened Jicka? Yeah, it's in here somewhere. I Would can't you mind? Would I mind what? Now, to see, now Wait. you're ruining the call. Sorry. We've gone... Now, without people uh, lapsing into this request crap. Uh, it wasn't a request. I didn't say the word request. Okay. Have a good weekend. And the same to you. Bye. Can't control themselves. 1230 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward County, 524. The Mets bite the big one. 524-WIOD. See, I, even like when Jicka was here yesterday, and Tom's a good guy and a good uh, sense of humor, but he's a Mets fan. And so we only talked about the fact that that double... Twelve forty-two at WIOD. During the break, I was looking at the um, 
daily info sheet that we have with all the promos. Suds and Rick are really getting topical. Do you think that the Gainesville rumor line yesterday was something? Today, the poll question is, is the market really going to crash? What do you think? Unbelievable. Okay, we have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. We have a former celebrity caller on the line now. You come on here, and you bash me. And it's very obvious you two guys are out of work and want the afternoon shift around here. It's the most tasteless thing I've ever heard in my life. Driving home the news. And I'm driving to work. I have a show to do, and I'm getting picked off at you. Driving home the sports and weather, all the different views. If I had the ability, I'd take you out of here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. He'll help you through the traffic. Share a smile or two. Bobby Carlo driving home with you every day. Well, Chief, I ain't here. Bobby Carlo driving home on some great special W I O D. You know, I thought when he came in here he had a hair up his uh, <laughs> nose yesterday. You know what? Hey, I heard that faker yesterday calling in trying to do Bob DiCarlo. He should get his own material. You've got uh, several imitators out there. I guess that's the epitome of flattery. That's what they always tell me when everybody in the market rips off all my material, that that's I should true. be very flattered. Yeah, I almost tossed on the floor when you played that. Well, we at least are hearing from up. Alex Jr. We sure haven't heard from Robert anymore after you know, his last You know, I saw him. Yeah. I saw him at school. After his mom chewed his ass out because he was here when he was supposed yeah, to be registering for sh- school? He was, he was walking kind of weird when I saw him. Maybe his mom got, got to him, you know what I mean? Really? Did a little uh, did tag you, team on him. Did you talk to him? No, see, I was going to go talk with him, and there was a bunch of people everywhere. By the time I get there, he, like, disappeared. I guess he saw me. He didn't want, he hated Probably, me. yeah. Split, you know what well, I mean? he wants to pretend that he wasn't the one that was really here. You know, uh, <laughs> that's how it goes. It was some other guy. It was some other mm-hmm. guy. I some other Robert. <laughs> I almost passed on the floor yesterday when you played Bob Lasseter imitating uh, Al Goldstein's pig. It was great. Bob Lasseter. Boy, where do I know that name? Where do we know that name? Where's that cart? Where's that cart? <laughs> I haven't ripped you off for a long time. I haven't ripped you off for a long time. Where'd you doing? find a buffet? Where'd you doing? find a buffet? Yeah, that's his number one question. <laughs> yeah, man, that was great. Okay, I hear your tube is doing okay, so. My what? Your tube. Oh, yeah, my tube is doing great. Maybe, maybe. Every time it uh, makes a little noise like that, I think of you. Yeah. Well, see, um, when I'm watching Channel 7, like about 10 o'clock, Watch that, it. That, that noise comes out through the speaker of my TV. Mm-hmm. That, little, that little reverb. Yeah. When Sally starts spinning in the chair. Yes, sir. It's the same sound, and I can't believe it. Well, Alex, I'll tell you, it sounds like you're out of material. Well, I was out of material when I first Give called. Robert a big kiss for all of us. But the Tell him to pay no attention can... to mommy. She's just uh, over-hormonal uh, and psychotic. Well, his mom and his brother must have done a little tag team on him, you know? So to speak. <laughs> have a great weekend. Take it easy, Neil. I'll leave it there. Okay. 12.45 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County. At, look at that. Boy, this is just uh, almost more than I can deal with. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Yeah, you don't like anybody on WABC? I what? Do you like anybody on WABC? I don't listen to WABC because I live in uh, South Florida. Is that right? What about Bob Grant? Oh, gee, talk about bad wigs. Wow. Yeah, he does have a bad wig. But Bob he... Grant is good. Hey, Bob Grant's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> he used to be great, and then they performed this operation on him, and they deballed him. And, man, he has never been the same. He's, like, so mellow now. Yeah. He's, like, uh, m- m- malignant but mellow. 
Better than uh, Bernard Meltzer. Oh, Dr. Bernard? Oh, my God. Is he still alive? Call me your father. Call oh, jeez. I had forgotten about him. No wonder I feel sick all of a sudden. Bernard Meltzer? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. That's a true story, I understand, about the board op. Steve's board op replaced him. I mean, is that the uh, ultimate slap in the puss? Well, nobody listens to them in the morning anyway. They listen to Howard Stern. And uh, Don Imus. And WCBS and WINS. Yeah. Yeah, well, Howard hates Imus, whatever his name is. Well, that's because, do you know the story on that? No, I don't. When they were working together at WNBC, well, I think it's the other way around. Imus hates Howard because Imus had been, like, in some rehab thing for drinking. He was an alcoholic. Uh Uh-huh. And the day that he came back on the air, Howard sent this uh, thing, had it delivered to his house, and it was like a bottle of booze with some sarcastic card on it, made a whole bit out of it on the air. And he ultimately got canned over there at NBC. Yeah, but he's funny. Who? Howard. Oh, I, I'm just tell- I agree with you, but I'm just telling you that's why Imus and he hate each other like poison. Have you seen what Robin looks like? Yes, sir. He's got a great voice, but holy smoke. Exactly. Holy moly. All right. Have yeah. a great life. Fine. Okay. Wow. 1247 at uh, WID. At least Super Dave hasn't called in today. We have an open line in Dave County. Can you believe he was denying yesterday that that was him? And he's going on with that ashes and all that inside radio stuff that nobody cares about. I mean, why don't you just admit it, Dave, okay? You're just chronic. You're a pain. And stop selling my tapes. 751 WYOD and Dave, there's an opening on a Palm Beach line where we seem to be just a little trickle today, a little bit better. We seem to be uh, back in their graces again. North Miami. Broadcasting live across three counties with 70,000 watts of power today, Broward, and anywhere on WL's fat ass. How you doing, Neil? Cute. <laughs> you don't know Dave Graveline, do you? No, sir. Thank God. Yeah, hey, I saw WL, I uh, heard on the radio they talk about Nutrisystem. Can you believe that? <laughs> what, is she going to be the poster child? I think she She's replacing Fat that... Rich as the poster child. Yeah, no, she consumes the food, the card, and the aluminum foil and everything. I yes, think. sir. <laughs> And eats the copy after she reads it. There you go. Hey, you got a great show today. It's, it's been uh, steadily uphill all week. Okay? Yes, sir. We're doing it. We're started. climbing Mount Everest. We started slow, and now we're building to a crescendo. Yeah, the old Neil's back. Well, let's not get carried away. Okay. Hey, uh, one more thing. I want to call my boss a douchebag. Mohammed, you're, you're a fetching little Lebanese douchebag, but you're a good guy. Okay. Bye. I'm trying to save your job there, I know this. Yes, sir. Okay. Call 49 at WIOD. So in other words, up yours, but uh, you're a good guy. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-WIOD. Everybody is like, so you watch. Monday, this is my prediction. Monday after the Dolphins win on Sunday. Listen, I think they're going to beat the Patriots. The Patriots suck. And of our first four games, that's our real shot. New England really is bad. And uh, after we win, see, they'll be all, that'll be the excuse, that they just can't relate to it. Or, of course, if we lose, which is certainly within the realm of possibility, then it'll be reverting to our old ways again. Oh, gee, the Dolphins lost. We're too upset. Like, they really all care, right? I know Rick Weaver would be very upset. Anyway, it's 11 before 1. Let's tell you about Toyota of Hollywood right now. The number one Toyota dealership in the whole southeastern USA, Craig's in. 1253 at WIOD, a mobile on the Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Great. Good. Uh, a couple of years ago, you mentioned something that really uh, hit a chord when you said, if you don't like what you're listening to on the radio, why don't you just listen to another station? Yes, sir. Which, you're right. I agree. And, and that's what I do. For instance, when you start playing music, I switch to FM because I listen to listen to you. We have, we have, very, we have a lot of choices here. But what we don't have a choice with here is uh, in the Dolphin Games. And uh, I, I would just like to voice my concern that uh, 
Mr. Weaver is getting very jaded with his comments about uh, our dolphins. And uh, if you could uh, just pass that along to him, or if he's listening today, that uh, next time he has the, uh, he gives us an audience uh, in his sports talk routine, that he would uh, tell us why his uh, the last two years. I know we've had a bad, uh, bad two seasons, but uh, his delivery is just the pit. That's poppycock. That's poppycock. Mr. Weaver, to you, dummy. <laughs> Well, maybe it is Mr. Weaver to me, Tommy, but that's the way I feel, and that's, that's poppycock. One, one man's one man's opinion. Mr. Weaver to you, dummy. That's well, maybe, maybe Mr. Weaver ought to be more responsive to his uh, his audience. Mr. Weaver to you, dummy. That's poppycock. He's just uh, stuck on it, you know. He's just uh, out of control. Oh, okay. Well, he's never recovered since he saw Rick Riley in his chair. You know, he came in there that day, and it just uh, he'll never bounce back from that. So well, it'll take him many weeks. Maybe a nice, maybe a nice, maybe a surprising victory over the Patriots on Sunday could turn it all around. You know, it would be nice to know that uh, he has something uh, else to say about the Dolphins besides uh, his displeasure. Okay, that's my opinion for what it's worth. That's poppycock. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Call fifty-five at WYOD. Boy, he's getting almost emotional as uh, Rick Riley, isn't he? But not quite. That's poppycock. Here's a mobile in Broward. Hello. I just want to call and defend all the uh, all us Mets fans, Neil. Who, yes, sir. Uh, apparently, are getting... well. I wish we had a couple of hours because that's how long it would take at this point. We're just getting attacked. I mean, not all. Excuse me, I have a little problem in my throat. Uh, we're just getting attacked, Neil. I mean, all these Mets fans. We're not that bad. Yeah. You know. Sure. I mean. Uh, Speak softly and carry a big stick, Not all Darryl. New Yorkers are, are the scum of the earth, as, as you know. That is correct. Not all, not all, just show. just most. I, I agree. Most are. That's why I'm here, though. But, you know, I came down here, and I, and I find there's more New Yorkers here than there are in New York. That is correct. There's 14 million in New York, and we have 22 million in South Florida. <laughs> What's going on? They're all, why do they flock here? What, what is he well, doing? because they understand that misery is like the game, name of the game in this town, boy, and if there's anybody can make you miserable, they know how to do it. I mean, they just I, want to I, fit I into the woodwork like termites. I got transferred here. I mean, that was, you know... But see, you don't even sound like you're from New York, so you're not uh, you're not part of the ambiance. You got to have that accent. You got to have an attitude. It's just a whole different thing. Oh, I agree. I you're mean, not part of it. There's people not from New York that that are more New Yorkish than people that are. From that New is correct. Sense? Am I making do you understand what I'm saying? No. <laughs> Market's up 24 points. Okay. Great. Hallelujah. Fantastic. We can all spend a weekend on Fire Island. Excellent. So Neil, what? Uh, you're not. Uh... You're not going to attack Rick Riley anymore. I'm just kidding. I know you didn't attack him. I, I like your, well, I like your show, Neil. Well, she's to hear. <laughs> I think they have a great show. They have a great show, and I like both of them. I'm Suds, of course. Everybody loves Suds. Rick, that's another story. But just he just happens to be a very, very emotional, volatile, explosive, psychotic, wacko, uh, irresponsible uh, guy. I met him once, and I, I kind of got that feeling around he, him. He's me, always right on the edge. And he'll, like, he'll, he'll say, well, it's just a joke, but I got news for you. It's not just a joke. He, like, is always on the edge of losing it. <laughs> and he's a big guy, too. And he used to have a 4-7 share on Waxy until uh, I went on the morning on Zeta and beat the crap out of them. Oh, excuse me. Defensive him though. I listened to that show yesterday. Well, wait a minute. Oh, in defense, you mean Gainesville? Yeah. Oh, now that's indefensible. A few times he said, "In no way are we trying to uh, 
uh, you know, bring out more, you know, news on this matter. We're not trying to report anything. We're just a bunch of people expressing our opinions. Oh, well, that isn't what he was saying in the beginning. In the beginning, he was justifying by saying, uh, we don't want to get anybody hysterical or at fuel to the fire. We just, we just want to bring people up to date. He must have said that, Ted. Bring them up to date. Uh, up to date on what? On the latest rumors? I don't remember him saying Like Molly Turner did? Uh, sir, if he didn't say that at least a half a dozen times while I was listening, then he didn't even speak to Don Jicko, okay? He, he shouldn't have said that because that wasn't accurate. Well, that's what he was talking. In fact, that was the whole purpose. He brought Chuck Meyer. And Chuck was already here this morning earlier, and ver everything I said was true. Chuck Meyer, Ch he's had him excellent, by the way. Chuck is uh, great. Chuck is just a tremendous guy and a great news. He'll be on tomorrow morning on the Weekend Magazine. He's going to have Jose Pagan on Dead or Alive, which ought to be tremendous. I listen to his show on Saturday morning, but he's just good. fabulous. He's and what, he, better, what he's doing in this, people. what he's doing on this station, I have no idea because he's good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's a better guest than most of these dead people. He is. There. He really is. He's is a good guest. Well, anyway, Neil, I he's I also doing. To... Speaking of Molly Turner, she's also going to be on Dead or Alive tomorrow. Molly who? Molly Turner. What's Molly Turner? And Molly Ringworm. <laughs> well, listen. And Molly Hatchet. What is that? What, wait a minute. What is with the beard? Molly Turner's got a beard? No, Molly Beard. No, well, no. I don't know. This. Molly Beard. Right, from KGR. I don't know who that is. She's the program. She calls you, Neil. She's the program director. From oh, that bitch at KGR that Mitch Lewis said was the worst slime ball in the history of broadcasting. She's running for Congress. She, well, listen, we'll get her out of town anyway. I got a question for you. While I have you on the phone, because uh, it's so the, hard the to get The theme is playing. The theme is playing. You wanna... Wait, who is the urine lady? Have, have a nice life. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Elaine, who's pretty nauseated and disgusted by that last intemperate question, has got our 1 o'clock news. We'll come back with our mammoth 1 to 2 hour. Don't forget our poll question, Hitler, dead or alive, on Suds and Rick at 2 this afternoon. Pukey-looking frequency flyer, the house organ of WIOD slash the coast. Okay, we've got a couple of daylines open here, 751-WYOD and one in Broward at 524. And the reason I mention that with a tremendous sense of urgency is because two of the calls that we've got are pig reports, each of which will last about 40 seconds, right? That is correct. Okay. Okay, um, southbound on I-75 at the 138th Street exit, there's about six of them. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, six of them. I mean, it takes six of them to catch everybody. These are FHPs. Yes. Florida Highway pigs. Yes. Clang, clang. <laughs> Incredible. I know it. Okay. Bye. Thanks for the info. Sure. 108 at WYD. We got another one in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, it was the same one. I was just heading back from Miami. Are you serious? Exact same one. I only saw four there, but... Well, there's two more now. There are two Business more. was so good, they were all just uh, zeroing in. They did the same thing on five uh, 5.95 yesterday. They line up in the middle, um, and they just blast people one by one. Isn't that great? <laughs> line up in the middle. I got a good line for that, but I'll save it because I need to drive home today. Well, be careful. They're under the viaduct. They're okay. a little bit. Thanks to Pyle. Bye-bye. Bye. 109 at WIOD, your exclusive South Florida Pig Report station where we try to save you the big bucks. Keep your license in one little piece. Two open lines in Broward. Let's get with it. 524-9463. Another one? Hello? Hi, I have a pig report. Okay. Fort Lauderdale pig. Uh, speed trap on, on Miami Road between State Road 84 and 17th Street Causeway. Okay. Thank you, sir. 
Another great American doing his pubic service, doing his civic duty for the day, okay? I hope that this frosts them so bad that it just, uh, like, like when they do the, uh, the thing out here on Biscayne Boulevard in the middle of the daytime, they pull that twice in the last few months when they do their uh, decoy crap out there and they're entrapping these poor bastards. And now we put it on the air, they get all bent out of shape and they call a newsroom. He's interfering with our police work. Well, get off your ass and go up to Gainesville and help them do something constructive up there and find the slime ball instead of sitting around here and trying to make everybody's life miserable, okay, pigs? <coughs> it's uh, 10 past 1 at WIOD. What is that, another one? Is that possible? Oh, no, okay, didn't have time. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. I got to tell you, I usually love your show. Me, I usually love Suds and Rick's show. But yesterday was, uh, it was... So pointless and meaningless. I turned it off after about fifteen or twenty minutes. And you had you, you had the, you had the best show you've had. I don't know how long. And he comes in and he ruined the last twenty-five minutes of it. Well, see, I thought it was going to be a, I thought it was going to be like two, three minutes of fun. I thought there would be a little jabbing, a little sparring, but I didn't think we were going to have a bloodbath again. Right. But, he was pulling another Alex Bennett. Yeah. He's talking about Alex Bennett, he did the same damn thing. Yeah. Another Dicky Farco slash Alex Bennett debacle. Tom Jicka is a great guest. He so. is. He's, he, first of all, he's conversing on everything from sports to TV to radio to a satellite to, uh, I mean, you name it. He can talk to New York. I mean, he knows it. I wish, you, I wish he was more opinionated, you know? Yeah, if he would just come out of a shell. But uh, if I could find 30 guests like Tom Jicka, we'd have a 90s year here. Yeah, he sure would. And Al then they'd give them all, each one of them their own show, and I'd be out of business. Al Goldstein was really enjoyable, too. Yes, sir. Well, I just want to get that off my chest. Because well, I will certainly pass it along to the proper authority when Mr. Emotional comes in. I'd appreciate it because oh. it's just ridiculous, really. Okay. I mean, he ruined it. We didn't ruin it, but he just... Uh... Well, he put a damper on it. It's like coming into somebody's party. You know, everybody's having a party and eating and celebrating, and somebody comes in and, like, has a diarrhea or something. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Take care, Neil. Okay. Well, I, no, I think that's a good analogy. I think that uh, his performance here yesterday with Jicka was just... And then I noticed it was very fascinating. When they came on, I'm driving home, and as I was on my way out the door, I said, boy, I don't want to miss a minute of this, because I thought there'd be, like, some some kind of uh, mention of it. Like, the, I mean, how can you just drop it? And there wasn't. It was like it never happened. Anyway, uh, go over to the melting pot this weekend. Speaking of a moving experience, hit the pot. This weekend, because, boy, if you want to get out for a fabulous meal, a fabulous evening, not just the food, but the ambiance and the service, the great waitresses and waiters like Troy up there in Coral Springs who will wait on you and treat you with, like, velvet gloves, because I understand he's really heavy into stuff like that. But the melting pot now, of course, they've got that traditional peanut oil fondue for those of you who are traditionalists and are fearful of change, uh, and you dip and dunk all your good stuff in there, the uh, chicken and seafood and steak. And But they now have a new way for you to cook your fondue, and that's the savory broth. It's light, it's delicious, and it's low in fat. Salmon, pork, teriyaki, sirloin, chicken, vegetables, and seafood cooked up in broth. And whichever one you use, of course, then you dip it in any one of those seven delicious sauces. It's like fun. You sit there at the table, you cook your own stuff at your own leisure, you put it, dip it in that stuff, and you'd like... Notice you haven't seen me in movies for a long time. That's because I always wet my pants. Remember my love scene with Jimmy Stewart and that Monty Stratton picture? I was so... Do you know Gene Kelly's famous dance in Singing in the Rain? That wasn't rain, that was me. But I'm back, thanks to Deep End Adult Diapers. They're so absorbent, it's like having two rolls of toilet paper in your back pocket. 
Oh, and each diaper has colorful pictures of the great stars of the 40s. Fred Astaire, Donald O'Connor, and there's me. <laughs> June Allison. I still wet my pants, but thanks to Deep End, I'm working again. Okay, nice to hear from you, June. 117 at WYOD. Let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi there. I can't believe I waited this long to come after Depend. Well, th- that's <laughs> our slogan here, Depend on it. I have a baseball question that maybe you can answer. Why are the Mets so bad? No, 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 no. No, I don't care about the Mets. Uh, there's, there was a pitcher, a professional, you know, baseball pitcher, that used to throw blooper balls. You know, like overhand softball pitches. Overhand softball? Well, no. He was a major league pitcher. I don't know what team, and I can't remember you what. You like the Ephus pitch? Uh, maybe. I thought they called it a blooper pitch. You know, well, kind of... they do, or the Ephus pitch. I, uh, I don't know. Was it Hoyt Wilhelm who did that? It was one of those guys who threw all that junk. It was, but it was, it was, he was a good pitcher at one mm-hmm. time. And he mm-hmm. had this one ball that used to, like, go like an overhand softball pitch. Or an underhand softball pitch, but it was for an overhand. And what about the other ball? I don't know. Oh. Just kind of hung around, I guess. Okay. But that's well, I don't know. It might have been Hoyt Wilhelm. Well, I, oh, I don't think so. He was a knuckleballer. I thought you were going to tell me. No, I don't remember. It's like an old timer. It's not that old. No. Not that Must have pitched for the Mets. Yeah, Maybe it was John Matlack. <laughs> no. It Somebody was... will call in. One of our baseball mavens. Hank will probably call in. He knows it all. I know, yeah. it, wasn't, I know it wasn't Bob Feller. He threw fastball. Well, I, I know that it was, and I've been trying to think of it, and I asked my father-in-law, who's an old-time baseball person, and he said, gee, I don't, I don't remember. No, I know what you're talking about. Uh, they called it the Ephus pitcher, just like a big, like a lollipop. Yeah. Oh, man, I can just see him throwing it, too, now up there, and he would tantalize them with that. Uh, and when you're right, it wasn't that long ago. It was, you know... Boy, now I'm getting upset. See, you, you shouldn't do things like this, because well, this is the I've kind of thing... That, you have sleepless nights, and you lay there awake thinking, oh, gee, I can see him throwing that thing up there and him trying to take the swing. Not Rick Rushel, but some fat, out-of-shape, old-timer. Uh, it'll come to me, or somebody will call him. Okay. And if we don't and if we don't get the answer, you know you've ruined my weekend. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. Fine. Bye. 119 at WYOD. I can see it. I can see him just throwing that big lollipop up there, and it just drops. Like in the old-timers game, they pitch like that. Anyway, uh, 119 at WYD. Maybe it was uh, Frank Viola. Hi, Aaliyah. Yeah, hi. I, I think it was Carl Hubble, first of all. No, this is, but this is more recent. Carl yeah, Hubble was, is uh, like ancient. Dave LaPointe. He pitched for the Cardinals, then went to the Yankees, and he still stunk. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I don't have a pig report, but I got a lifeguard report for you. It's on that old uh, popular one they call the Macho Gay down on the beach. Well, he quit now, and he's working at Taco Bell, and he changed his name to Nacho Ray. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you on that. And as far as that guy that worked for... Uh, Wait a minute. Somebody said Dave LaRoche of the Tigers. That is not correct. Now, this is somebody very well known. It's like... Um, oh, boy. I think it was LaPointe. I'm no. Not no and, way. And anyway, he throws a lot of crap, but that's another story. As far as uh, the guy that worked for Muhammad, I don't work for Muhammad, so I'd like to call him a colostomy bag. Okay. If that's all right. Is, a... there, is there any truth to the rumor that... It's Sally... in the bag, Dad. Is there any truth to the rumor that Sally Fitz has a fond liking for produce? I keep hearing that rumor around. Have a nice day. All right. Okay. That was a cute call. A cute call. 20 after 1, we have an open line in Dade County. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, a, wearing a bright yellow, canary yellow shirt. 
Look at that, the ambiance of his presence here today. He is just uh, gross. Really, uh, with those faded jeans and that yellow. You look like a Yahoo today. You've been working on the Cobra? Dave Parker, the Cobra. I think I'm one of those Bob Prince tapes. He calls Dave Parker the Cobra. You'd be excited about that, even though you know. And I loved your play-by-play when you were out at Joe Robbie Stadium for that embarrassing remote last Friday. And you were doing uh, baseball. It's low to the outside for a strike. No, not Rip Stool. Rip Stool was like 100 years ago. Ball too. He didn't throw them very good by him. He's thrown 18 home run balls. Well, I like to see him throw number 19. Yeah, so would I. Now, come on. Thornton, what? Thornton Kipper? How about Bob Kipper? How about Chuck? Chuck is that very good. good. Chuck is very good. Chuck is not very good. Chuck is great. And Chuck I want is tremendous. To, I and want a Pirates it. fan. And I, when we have things like this, I like to pull him in here because he's the only guy who speaks the truth. And that's exactly yeah, what but we you did. yanked him into an embarrassing. Didn't you hear him? No, he was. He went on a great length about how he was embarrassed. I didn't and, yank uh, him. I asked him. I asked him. He said him. you yanked him, and people no. are starting to talk about it too. Well, he maybe wished I would. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. When did you have more of those little kids on the show? And as far as your friend, Mister Chicken, I stress your friend. Uh, the last time he was on, you said, well, I was surprised he didn't come in early and come in and spend some time. So I thought that was like the invitation. So I did. I came in. I had no problem with you coming in. But well, he just said, well, he hates me. He's such a, well, he such a screaming, yelling, oh, carrying on. We had had such a great show yesterday. Which well, I didn't realize. Overdue. Tell you the truth, I didn't realize he did hate me. But I realized that when I sat down, and I probably did put a damper on No, him. I don't think he does hate you, but I think that once you started uh, calling him a short slob or something like that, he started getting he upset. Was, he was grimacing as soon as like I walked in the room, like, and you what started, the hell is uh, going to happen when you, here? When you dripped that uh, calzone all over his back, when it was piping hot, you just that put it in the microwave. The he wasn't too happy that about that. was my tongue. Was it? Yeah. Well, he was smiling. Yeah. But uh, now he's all right. He can handle it. Well, that's fine. But, but, the, but you see, you, you have this facility. You never deal... With specifics. You are the greatest the smoke blower I have ever seen in my life. Name True. one. Let's deal with No, now. but just like, for example, I see, I went into specifics about this grotesque display that you guys have, and I just sat of back. Of which you were wrong on a Friday. I just sat back. But I mean, like the thing about the 4 7. I had a no, 9. No, 4 4. Oh, well, what? We weren't talking about you. I know you had a I nine. Don't come on. I mean, you know, a good friend of mine, I don't want to mention Stan's name, but he used to get into this thing. Oh, I used to have a five. Well, nobody cares what we used to have. It's, it's, it's water over the dam. All his listeners have moved to Louisville or somewhere. But the and fact God is, knows he was. Taking people with him. He was the radio reporter, and he missed a great story. What great story? About the, when we left Waxy. The fact we had the highest ratings he and they fired He missed a great us. story about Dick Casper, which just happened two months ago, and he's not going to print anything because I said so. He missed a great story. I and as far as why right. do they... See, a lot of people write about me, good and bad. Yeah. You didn't write about all of your friends. You didn't, he is your friend. I have, other than at, high, at the track, I have never had a meal with Tom. I don't socialize with I ever speak to him as like if he called from the office. I don't call him well, professionally. He's your friend. He likes you a lot. Yeah. And so you what's wrong with that? that? Nothing would at all. Like, would it be better? Because there are a lot of people who like poison, okay? Like poison. I don't want to mention Charlie Whitehead well, and you Mark don't have Fisher guests and John DeGroote and people. Well, of course not. Right. And Tom hates me. I've had like more poison. hatchet jobs in, in this town. I mean, you remember Tropic Magazine? You weren't here. Am and, I upset uh, about it? I'm not upset about it. Well, I am. Oh. No, I'm not. Okay. No, as long as they spell your name right or even yeah. close. Like well, K-N-E-E. When the Herald puts in K-N-E-E-L, then you know they don't like you too much. <laughs>
Well, that's on your wife. Anyway, let's get back to uh, what were you talking about? Forget about Tom, okay? That's uh, that, it's already done. Well, I mean, if you want to apologize, most of my discussion was about that intemperate uh, Yenta thing about Gainesville. Yes, and you kept saying we want to get everybody up to date. We don't want to present exactly. And then you had you all right. these rumor mongering assholes going. Oh, I think the maid did it. I think a woman did okay, it. Okay, answer me this. Yes. How I, I don't care what they think, okay? And then the guy called Chuck in the newsroom, and Chuck reamed him an earlobe, man. As with half the callers, you don't care what they think, but you don't know what they think until you get them on the air, and then you blow them you, Did you think that, uh, you're, you see, you're like Donahue, only you wish you had his money, and so do I. You, you know, he brings all these people on there this morning. For what? No, what that's, are, that's What bad. are they going to tell us? But the same thing with our audience. Do you, you think know, that our okay. audience knows something that may the I, police up there don't? May I give you an explanation yes, why I did that? Okay. Because... I think after so long that this has gone on, magnitude is, is How long did the Bundy murders go on? How many years? But and the Hillside Strangler and the uh, Green we uh, talked about Green River Killer. Yeah. We talked about all of that. Okay, but the fact is, like you said. How would you like to be the one who says, okay, they got the guy, go back up there, and then you find your son in seven pieces? When What's your quote? Okay, but wait, I took the other side. I don't think they have the guy, and I think they're lulling people into a false sense of security. But That's you, why, and I just wanted to discuss that with Chuck. That's why. And I really don't think they have the guy, and I think that if people think that they do, they're disillusioning okay. themselves. That's I don't my think opinion. that you think, that they think, that we think, that nobody thinks what you think counts. The fact is it's news, and it's hot news. But no, no. What you think is not news. That's the difference. Now, Johnny Dark has got some news, because he's got the newsletter in his hot little hand. He's about to eat it, because there's no food in here today. Oh, jeez. It's the right color, Johnny. Listen, I, I, I will, I'll even make a pledge to stop talking about what a slob and pig you are. If you'll go out and buy a shirt, just one, you can wash it every day. He wears the that same... That is. I haven't realized He that. wears the same two shirts. I've known this man for years, and he... But you know they all go well with food? Yeah, I mean, like exactly. you can drop stuff on. No, they don't go well with food. That is food, food, as a matter yeah. of fact. There's calzone stain. That's off the back of Jicka's back. You he was, seen he was hovering over Tom, looking for the last piece of pizza. If you could have seen him at Cadillac Chat. That's what I heard. We had a spy oh, report on oh, that. Oh man, I was, just, I was in hysterics. I was laughing out loud. <clears throat> oh wait a minute. I gotta find while you guys are talking. So that discussion is over. And, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. I make no listen to this. I have a new jingle here. Johnny the pig and Yeah, nothing will be that. So anyway, you're apologizing I'm for that apologizing uh, crashy for display of pseudo-journalism yesterday, and you'll never do it again and get people crazy and... Uh, it knocked off an hour and a half, and that's No, I'm sorry. About. I just... Uh, you're not going to get off that easy with I mean, me. It just, no. It, it, I almost called in, and I thought... No, I wish I'm you would have. No, I'm not well, going to start doing that. Well, call in rather than bitch about it. Hey, call I got my talk. own four hours. I'm not going to do it on your time. Now, what can I get that part right? <laughs> and Suds, look at that. He said, he just, I saw him mouth it. He said, I agree with you 100%. He said, I was so embarrassed and so humiliated the other day. He said, I didn't know whether to scream or eat that banana. He said, where's my white hot? No, he said, where's my All wife? Is what he he's said. Turning, he's got, he's he got can't Johnny even read well. He said, where's my wife? I wasn't, oh. Which I think had something to do with the white hot, but I don't want to get into detail. Exactly. But anyway, okay. So you feel better now? Chuck was great. You look ridiculous. Well, thank you. Chuck, Chuck was great. Yeah, and you know something. And I, I apologize to Johnny Dark. I'm sitting here and I'm ripping his shirt, and you got that canary yellow. Yeah. You're not from California, are you? Like from Davy, Homestead. I think Come on, were you like California born? Colors. What in Orange County or Yellow County? 
You'd like Orange County a lot. No, I would not. <laughs> okay, I know all about Orange would. County, okay? Yeah, that last there a long time. I'd be good on the air there, okay? Yeah. I could broadcast from, like, an unknown spot, a secret hiding place. Oh, now, George, Mr. Radio over here, Mr. Radio Jr. wants a mic, too. It's not on, but what is that, the one that's not plugged in? It's still not on. Still, I know. Just call there him. we go. Just call him Lightning. Thank you, Lightning. Well, he's busy on the phone, which isn't even the talk phone. He's busy, uh, somebody bugging him in there. You're always... That's going to be the next thing, okay? We've... we've uh, in a... And how come those things aren't open there, too, George? I don't want to get like him and start jumping all over you. Boy, does he hate you like poison, by the way, Rick. Who, George? Oh, oh, I know. Hate I you. Know. I know. Well, because you're just too hard on these damn board ops, okay? They're, they can't all be superstars like Marvin. Have you seen George's wife? I heard about that the other day. I heard you talking about that. She, she could beat all of us. Now, how tall together. is she really? She's about six feet tall, and I'm not kidding. Because Johnny was there. Yeah. She played for the Pistons? Do you know Casey Caseman's wife? It's a similar situation. Exactly. Well, really? boy. Yeah. You know, you're always... And you know why George, George is always smiling? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's um, great. She's she, beautiful. She, she may seem pretty domineering, but I heard he stands up to her. Now, what is not it? All the way. You're always ripping Davy. You have a lot of fans in Davy. Hey, I'm not ripping like we rip New York, but that doesn't mean there aren't some good closet people in the city, three or four, and the same in Davy. Dudas, you know the country. Duda, Duda. You have a lot of fans in that place. Oh yeah, but uh, is that Davy? Oh yeah, yeah that's on four forty one. Plantation, but the people. Oh now wait a minute, are you going to start with Kiss again and give me about that country music? And I'm see, I don't know which way to go here because he's got the yellow shirt and you got the stained shirt, and he's the one who's a Yahoo and you're into Kiss and country music. My wife this and hangs out with your wife. I told you she's got bad eyesight, didn't I? I was right. <laughs> you're I right. knew I was right, man. I met. If she's listening right now, I got this great optometrist man. In one in she one hour, you. he can make you some glasses. She'll dump you faster than he'll eat halavah in the she desert. I'll tell you that right now. Now, what is it, doodahs? That used to no be. That's been more different things. Doodahs. I know where that is. It's across from that place with the cows. I don't know whenever what I, with whenever I go in there, they're always sit talking about you. you know, I'll bet. No, really. <laughs> he lives around here somewhere. Let's go get him in the time to a truck. Well, you can't. And drag can't him down 441, buddy. Can't understand because they got those hoods on while they're talking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is certainly better uh, wardrobe than you're wearing today. <laughs> Anyway, hey, when you got to go I'm for the guy's clothes, I'm yeah, looking. you're going to both of us. Well, I'll be honest with you. Put those two shirts together and you got something for Debbie Ellis. Right. Anyway, I notice he's just uh, laying out of this, and I don't blame him. If I were in his shoes, I'd uh, try to ignore it, too. Anyway, Rick Weaver said, uh, good good job on the ball game uh, this Sunday. Dolphins are going to do it. And if they win, then you can sit in this chair sometime <laughs> for a couple of minutes. Yeah, Rick, right. He's not there. He doesn't even know I work. He's there. another one. No, he... Um, let me tell you another little Rick Weaver story. About a, uh, when was it? About eight months ago or so. We were, it was like the last two weeks we were collecting all the money for the Camillus house, which we raised seventy six grand this last time. And I was sitting out in the front, which I never go out in the lobby, but the mail was so overwhelming, I was trying to keep up with it. I was sitting out there, it was about 9.30 in the morning, and there was a whole box full of checks. And I'm sitting there opening them, and Mr.